Hi, and welcome to Crazy Life. This podcast is all about the good, the bad, and the downright crazy stuff that goes on behind the scenes running a successful company. Mind you, it's taken a long time to get to where I am now, and I want to just share that with you. Everything you hear actually really did happen to me. And you know what? It's pretty funny, some of the things that happened. And I guess if those things never took place, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. So if you've ever wanted to start your own business, now is such a great time to do it. So go on, take a chance, do what you love. Welcome to the first episode of Crazy Life. This whole podcast has been at least 12 months in the making, mainly because I set out to do it in 2019, and now it's 2020 and I've actually been locked down due to COVID-19, that I've actually had the time to revisit the podcast concept. So this is all very new to me, and I'm not really sure where it's going to go or how it's going to work out. But I guess we'll find out, just like I did when I started running my company. I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen then, and here I am still doing it five years later. Who knows? So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let the fun begin. So what made me set up my own company? I mean, it's a pretty crazy thing to do, right? It's a strange thing, this work gig. I mean, you spend most of your life going to school. You get up in the morning. You get up really early in the morning. I hate early mornings. You get told what to do and then you go home. Who remembers those days at school? You know, you're told when you were to eat, when you needed to go to the toilet, you had to ask someone and then you just go home. Well, I guess work is no different, really. I mean, you're an adult. You get to wear what you want. I mean, that's kind of different because I guess at school you might have had a uniform. You do what you're good at because by the time you get to your working life, you would hope that you are doing something you're good at or at least something you enjoy because, you know, let's face it, the more you like something, the easier it is to do. And, well, I guess a good thing about work is someone pays you, unlike school where you don't get paid. But, you know, the person who pays you, they're the one who are telling you what to do. That's kind of like being back at school really, isn't it? They tell you what time you have to come in, what time you can leave, what to do, and then as a reward for doing all that, you get paid. And the funny thing is, They are using your skills to help themselves, I guess is the best way of putting it, because it's their business, not your business, but it's your skills that that they are using. So think about that for a bit. But working for yourself, (laughs) that's a whole different ballgame, because suddenly you're the one who's in control. You make all the decisions. No one's telling you what to do. And you call all the shots. If you don't work, you don't get paid. There's no sick days. There's no mental health days. There's no annual leave days. You stop doing what you're doing, the money stops coming in. 
And the only way to make money is to actually roll out of bed and work. If you don't try something, you won't succeed. If you're scared of failing, guess what? You probably are going to fail when you start your own business. And you know what? That's not a bad thing. You actually learn from your failures. If you stuff up when you work for yourself, you're the one who's going to fix it. There's no one there to catch you when you do something wrong. You've got no colleague to turn to. You've got really no one but yourself. Well, in my case, I have my business partner, which is great. So I'm kind of lucky in that way. But some people, they have no one. They stuff up. They have to fix it. They don't know what to do. Well, you better make the right decision if you don't know what to do, because if you make the wrong decision, you are stuck with it. That's pretty full on, isn't it? It's a pretty big thing to think about. So working for yourself, it's not really what everybody makes it out to be. It's not long lunches. It's not making copious amounts of money in your sleep. It's not, you know, an overnight sensation. You do something today and you make a million bucks and be driving a pink Lamborghini tomorrow. No, nothing like that. It really is hard work. And sometimes with hard work, things go wrong, things go right. You never know which direction things are going to take until you actually do it. So I'm going to start by telling you today about why I decided to run my business, what I did to run my business, and the things that happened when I first started and how I first started. And it's probably not what you think. So let's rewind now to the year 2015. It was here in 2015 that I decided it was time to use my own skills and set up my own education and training company. Along with a friend from work, we decided it was time to go alone. It's not until you set up your own thing do you realise who believes in you and who thinks you're an absolute joke. But more about that later. I guess you could say that we had a plan, we knew what we wanted to do, and I guess we kind of knew how to make it happen. But, you know, we weren't too sure if we could do it, if that makes sense. So we had a plan, a very rough plan. We kind of thought about it, we spoke about it, we wrote it down and we kind of fleshed it out a little and we decided, hell, let's go with it. What's the worst that can happen? I am and I always will be a teacher. I just love to help people to be the best they can be and I felt by setting up my own business, I could do just that. I have worked with all types of people from two-year-olds to 72-year-olds. And let me tell you, when you're teaching different age groups, every age group has their own challenges. But for me, and for some reason, teaching adults comes with its own challenges, and some of those are really, really bizarre. And I will explain that a little bit later. So my last job before I started up my business was as a training manager for a large training organisation. I loved my job. In fact, it was so much fun. 
probably the most fun I've ever had teaching. I think this was because I was teaching adults and I could finally be myself. I had so much fun with my students and I made sure that my classes were not just educational, but were also fun. For me, you learn when you're having fun and I tried to implement this into every class I ran. Forget about just being the teacher at the front of the room lecturing. I was the teacher who used Mr Bean to teach first aid and once famously sweet talked a fire truck full of firemen into giving my Cert 3 childcare class an impromptu chat on fire safety. But more about that one later. It was what I became famous for. Or as my husband says, the day his wife seduced a fire truck full of firemen. It is quite a story. So to start with, at this training company I was at, it was just me and my second in charge. She was my assessor and my second trainer and also ended up being one of my closest friends. And guess what? She is now my business partner. But how that all came together is also another story for later. There's a lot of stories here for later, but I guess that's just part of what we do. There's so much to tell you. So we set up our own department within this training company. We hired our trainers and we recruited students along with the sales team. Before we knew it, we had a lot of classes, we had a lot of fun and lots of funny things were happening. But as I say, all good things come to an end. It came to a point in my career that I found out the direction the company I was working for wasn't quite going in the direction that I was going in. So I kind of looked at the situation and I knew that I didn't want to be a part of what was going on. So I knew it was time to take everything that I had learned and turn it into something wonderful. And it was time that I started my own thing. Sounds easy, right? I mean, my business partner and I already knew what we wanted to do. We'd been doing it for two years already. And we knew how it worked and we knew the ins and outs of the industry and we had learnt a lot in our time. Sounds easy in theory, right? I mean, you just take what you're doing now and put it into the same context, but I guess for someone else, well, not for someone else, for yourself. I mean, yeah, that's all it is, right? Yeah. In practice, it's a whole other thing. What you think is going to work may not work. What you set out and plan to do sometimes goes in a completely different direction. But that's life, isn't it? Sometimes you don't know where something is going to lead you. So with a vague plan and 10 students, we started our first class on the 5th of September 2015. I had left work a month before, and let me tell you, that was one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make. I knew what might happen if I left, but I also knew that I had to take the risk and go with the flow and see where it would take me. If I knew then what I know now, 
Would I have still taken this leap? Absolutely. Ethical Training Solutions, or ETS as it came to be known, had begun. My office was my study at home. My closest colleague was Coco the Cat. And meetings with my business partner were done over Facebook Messenger. I'd come from my own huge office with a street view and a red couch surrounded by colleagues who had quickly become more like my second family to a small room in my house with my cat. I was officially a crazy cat lady. This was the strangest situation I have ever found myself in. Well, it was the strangest situation at that moment because as the years went on, things got even more bizarre than a cat sitting next to me dressed in a collar and tie. Yep, that's right. I used to dress Coco the cat up for work. I had officially lost the plot. One thing that I am famous for is dressing up. I love to dress up. I was known at work for my dresses, my heels and nails and of course my messy hair. I love to have fun with fashion and to this day I still do. However, working from home was another cat work altogether. Sure, I could get dressed up for Coco the cat. Hey, hell why not? He was already wearing a collar and tie. And yes, just so you know, Coco the cat is actually a male cat, not a female cat. So it's a he Coco, not a she Coco. And the reason we call him Coco is it comes from my married name, which is Cocard. So Coco, Cocard, Coco the cat. If you're wondering why we're called a male cat Coco. But enough of that. Let's get back to what we're talking about. So I could dress up for Coco the cat, but I don't think like wearing a pretty dress while stacking the dishwasher and putting on a load of washing is really a good idea, especially while I'm talking to a prospective student. Who knows? If I was wearing heels at home, I could probably fall into the washing machine knowing me or trip into the dishwasher or who knows what sort of public shame I could bring to myself while talking to a student. So I decided that I was going to make my work attire become, how should we put it, derelict, as Derek Zoolander would say, my lovely new fashion wardrobe of working from home consisted of slippers, PJs, trackies, and whatever T-shirt I could find, usually found on the floor of my bedroom. My contact lenses, they were replaced by my glasses. And the lovely street view I used to have from my office, ah, it was now just the backyard fence and all the weeds that were in the garden. It was lovely. Well, no, not really. And as for makeup, not anymore. I was all natural in my natural habitat, hairy eyebrows and all. So here I was, Miss Derelique, in all my home fashion glory, ready to begin. All the things I had learnt at my last workplace, I knew I could apply to ETS. You know, the same dedication, the same determination, and of course, the same crazy fun that I always have. It's funny when you first start up because no one knows you or knows your brand. 
you really are just a stranger with a new fancy business card with a logo you helped to design. It really means nothing to others, but you know what? It means a lot to you. One of the first things I found that we had to do was prove ourselves to the outside world. Well, not really the outside world, just um, our world, the world that we're in, that really strange, fucked up world of social media. That's right. We were suddenly going from being offline in our own little space to online when we had to deal with social media. That was the worst thing ever. So here we were navigating the world of social media. Social media was going to be our platform because that's where everybody hung out. And of course it was free. Our chosen social media platform is Facebook and it still is Facebook. In fact, we love Facebook. Facebook is awesome. It's free to advertise, it's free to set up, and you can set up a really cool business page, and guess what? It's free. In fact, it's just one big giant pool of free. A big giant pool floating with turds. That's right, all for free. Free is a big thing when you're starting out because let's face it, saving money is a good thing. And that's your main line of thought because you know, you don't know if you're going to make any money. You don't know if this business idea is going to take off. So you need to save all the money you can, even if it does mean sitting in front of your computer hours, day by day, sifting through a whole lot of Facebook strange things like Facebook groups and Facebook pages and Facebook lives and Facebook everything. And you know what? You soon discover that Facebook is full of weirdos. Like they're all sitting there and think they're suddenly experts of everything. And then you need to prove to your audience and need to prove to people that you are, in fact, a real expert. And that's really hard when you're sifting through this strange pool of floating Facebook turds. So this running your own business thing is pretty strange if you've never done it before. So, so far, I have left my job, I had set up a new business page, I had navigated the murky, turdy world of Facebook, but it's kind of cool, and now the next strange thing that I did, I set up my own website. That's right, me, a teacher with no technical expertise, set up the very first ethical training solutions website. It was a bit of trial and error, and I used some platform called Wix. Why Wix? Guess what, guys? Because it was drag and drop, and it was cheap, and it seemed fun and easy. Uh, What was not easy was this whole branding thing and where to put things and all that kind of crap. I kind of didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea about branding concepts and what it actually meant. I did kind of know in the back of my head that we really needed a website and I, like always, was determined to make one. After a few days, the ETS website was finally made. You know what the most challenging part was? Trying to find a profile pic of me that was decent. One when I'm not out partying, one where I don't have a low-cut dress on, 
No, I had to find a really vanilla type of photo and it needed to be found ASAP. I needed to find a photo that was so bland that it makes the colour beige look interesting. I found one after a few days and the site went live. And yeah, that's just what happened. It sat there. Kind of didn't do anything. I didn't kind of know what to do with it. Well, we told people about it and it kind of just sat there. I guess the rest is history. 2020, this year, this really strange fucked up year, will mark five years of ETS. We are growing every day and we're finding new and really fun ways of doing things. Even as I sit here on my messy dining room table with a really sore back and, you know, I'm just here recording my very first podcast because I'm in isolation and I have time to do it. I'm hoping this podcast of mine gives you a bit of insight of what goes into really behind the scenes of running a company. And it gives you a bit of inspiration to go out there and do it. Because as I say, if I can do it, man, anyone can do it. And it's really good to go out there and do your own thing because it's a learning process. And it's almost like, I guess you could say, self-development and professional development. Sometimes you just have to find the right direction, even if it means you take the long way. And let me tell you, getting lost is the fun part because you never know who you're going to meet along the way. And when you come to a fork in the road, it's kind of great to sit there and think, which direction should I take? Because you never know what's going to be at the end of that path in the fork of the road. This is what crazy life is all about. I want to show you honestly the world of business. And how it's not all about coffee dates, long lunches, designer bags, fast cars and private planes and making a million dollars in your sleep. No, this is raw. This is honest. This is exactly what life is like running a business. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're really full of it. So I hope you liked my first episode. I've got some really fun things coming up in later episodes. Don't forget to leave a review head over to Facebook, check out my Facebook page, check out our Ethical Solutions page. We put so much love and care into it. It'd be great if you had a look at it. If there's some topic you want me to explore, send me a message. I'm really open to anything. And you know what? I hope you had fun and I'll chat to you soon. Bye. Like what you heard? I hope you did. Make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you visit my sites, make sure you leave a review and also make sure that you're having a lot of fun. Catch you later.